0: calibrating our religiosity. There are times where being overcautious can paralyze us, and that applies in all areas of our life. There can be good reason to be cautious, but that boundary line between being cautious and being overcautious is sometimes a difficult one to define. And on the other side of the equation, being over-liberal and, and, and a little bit too free can result in serious consequences, not only for oneself, but also for society. In our Gemara, we're dealing with a case where a man gives uh, goes off on, on a trip overseas, let us say, and he gives his wife a get on the understanding, if I don't get back home, let's say, by Rosh Chodesh Nisan, this get will come into effect. In other words, I don't want you to be left not knowing whether I'm alive or dead, uh, I don't want you left having a situation whereby maybe you need to do yibum with my brother. So instead, I'm going off on this trip. I plan to be home well before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. If by Rosh Chodesh Nisan I'm not home, then this get is activated. So that's a get al-tanai. It's a conditional get. The get is held in suspense until the time uh, that the condition is fulfilled. If the condition is fulfilled, the get is triggered. Which means that on the 1st of Nissan, she becomes a divorcee. The problem is that he is late uh, and not back by the 1st of Nissan, but he claims there was an event beyond his control. There was an outbreak of corona, flights were cancelled, and there was no way he could possibly get back, uh, although his intention was to come back. Uh, normally, we learn from the case of rape in Parashat Kitaitse. That since the woman who's raped did nothing, it was uh, beyond her control, this was a case of honest. and honest Rahmana Patre, the Torah does not apply punishment to people who do something wrong uh, through honest, through events that are completely beyond their control. So the same here, we should say that this woman, the, the get of this woman is not triggered because in fact, the only reason husband didn't get back was for reasons beyond his control and they shouldn't be attributed to him and the get should not be triggered. But Rava tells us on the, the, the previous Amud, uh, on Beth Amud Be'ez, that it's quite clear that the Chachomi made an exception with Gittin and in the case of Gittin, they don't consider Ones. And the reason, says Rava, is... Bishum or both because of women who are overly cautious and are very Tznu'at, very modest, and because of Prutzot and those who take the laws of marriage a little bit too lightly. In both cases, there's a problem in this scenario. Bishum so let's first look at the case of the women who are overly cautious. If we were to say, this is like a normal case of honest. Something has happened beyond the person's control and therefore the get isn't triggered. There are situations where he comes Rosh Chodesh Nisan and he's not home. And the truth is, it wasn't honest. uh For him, this was a way out of the marriage. So he goes off to a foreign country, he gives her this get, he says, don't worry, I still love you, this is just an in case. Off he goes, and he and he never comes back. He meets another woman overseas, and he decides never to come back. The get, in his mind, is activated, but not in her mind. Usavra the Anis, he has, she has this this uh, beautiful picture of her husband who loves her, and she cannot believe that he would not have come. Unless it was beyond his control. Umiyagna. So because she's so concerned about it, as Rashi says, but Tid Agli says she's too afraid to get remarried. What happens if he comes back? Uh, and then she then she's messed up everything. And any children from the second marriage would then would then be Mamzerim. She's very concerned, so she remains unmarried. So in order to avoid that situation. We don't say to her, silly girl, don't, uh, don't think about that. It's clear that, that there's been an honest. We don't say that. We say, uh, you're right to think that perhaps there wasn't an honest. But we will institute a law that honest doesn't count in matters of getting. If a man puts a date when a get should be triggered, when that date comes, unless he appears, the get is triggered no matter what. And that way, this woman can relax and can know she has a kosher get. She's a proper divorcee, and she can get married. And on the other hand, There could be times where, the, in actual, in actual fact, there has been an outbreak of COVID, and flights were cancelled, and this poor man couldn't get back, and cell phones were down, and he couldn't communicate with her. Uh, but he really wants to be back. And he's, she says, no, 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 I know that uh, this, this is not about honest. I know he wanted out of the marriage, and this was a way to do it, and the get is a get. And she goes and gets married. And uh, Now we see in the Rishonim that it's fine if she goes and gets married. The fact is we should consider that an honest didn't happen. That would be the normal assumption. We wouldn't assume an honest if we don't have some kind of, of evidence of an honest. So she's within her rights. But nevertheless, she's considered to be a prutsa. She's considered to be a prutsa is a, a word, um a promiscuous woman. Uh, and the Rishon struggle with this a little bit. What's so promiscuous about the fact that he gave her a get, he said from the 1st of, of Nissan, he's not there on the 1st of Nissan. she gets remarried. What's promiscuous is there is this chance of mamzerim. It's true that if we follow the ROV, if we follow the majority, if we follow statistics, the chances are there was not an honest. The chances are there wasn't an outbreak of COVID. And if there was, we would know about it. So, the chances are this wasn't an honest and that this was by his choice that he hasn't come home. So, from a statistical perspective, she's fully within her rights to remarry, and yet we call her a Prutsah. We call her a prutza because sometimes when the statistical chance is very small, but the consequence of that small chance is massive, it's important to be concerned about the possibility that that small chance becomes a reality. So here, the statistical chance is he didn't have an honest. Statistically, we must assume, therefore, that this get is a get. Statistically, therefore, we can. this woman is entitled to remarry, no problem with that. But she should be a little bit worried. What happens if there's a one in a thousand chance that there was an honest? And he now appears and he says, oh my goodness, I didn't want this get to be triggered. I only said the first of Nisan because I had every intention of being back well before the first of Nisan. And I tried to, and I couldn't. And under such a circumstance, we'll reverse the get and the children become mamzerim. That is such a terrible consequence that she should have been snuah. The Tsnuah woman is the woman who says, yes, I know I'm entitled to get married but the risk is too high and I don't want to take that risk. And so for both of these women, we institute the rule that there is no onsin with with in When it comes to a get, we just follow what the uh, actual condition of the get is. We just follow it technically. If it says, if I'm not back by the first of Nissan, we don't get into the question of why weren't you back. Comes the first of Nissan, he's not back. And that way, we don't have to, the, the girl who is particularly cautious doesn't have to worry, she's got a get. And the girl who is particularly promiscuous, she's allowed to remarry. It doesn't. Uh, it, it doesn't matter, and her children will not be, uh, will not be mamzerim because the the get will will have its uh, its full strength and its full force. Um, it's interesting then that the the use of these terms tsnuah and prutza, We don't just look at the technical fact and say. Technically, are you allowed to, or aren't you allowed to? Is this a yes, or is this a no? We also look at the attitude taken towards halachic risk, and that's the idea of a chumrah. Of a there are some chumrah. Chumrah means you take a more severe view of a halacha than than you need to, and there are situations where, where people make chumrah. They take upon themselves a severity which isn't which isn't really necessary. But in, in situations where there is a chance of a negative consequence that is too serious to consider, there is a place for a person to say, I don't want that kind of a risk. The same as in matters of, of commerce. People have different risk profiles. And if, if a particular individual, because of his worldview, is willing to take an enormous risk, which somebody else is not willing to take, It's important, though, that the person who's not willing to take the risk doesn't look at the one who is willing to take the risk as being careless and a cowboy, and vice versa for the one who is willing to take the risk not to look at the other one as a scaredy baby. Uh, We've got to understand, different people have different risk tolerances, and the same applies in halacha. There are people whose yirat Shomayim is on such a level that they wouldn't contemplate doing something which entails even a small risk. Of something serious going on, going wrong, and there are others who say, if the halakha allows me to do it, I'm comfortable with it. And each person has a different a different um, level of, of of risk when it comes to halakha, and that's okay. And we must accept and understand it. What is important, though, is that we don't use this as a as a means of being ostentatious and demonstrating ourselves to be. Overly, overly religious, overly from I am machmir on this. I take this very severely. If it comes from an inner place of risk aversion, that I have such yirushimain, such fear, such yirat chet, such fear of doing something that could be wrong. I don't want to take the risk. Yes, this thing has a heksha, and therefore I'm permitted to eat it. But maybe I'm just of the opinion that I just don't feel comfortable with this particular heksha. I don't feel comfortable that all the bases are covered and that there's no possibility of anything going wrong. I just don't feel comfortable. And in all matters of spirituality, I just go for the low-risk option. Uh, if that's where one's at, then, the, then one is that is praiseworthy. Um Tavoa love That's something that one that, that is very great. Uh, And if a person feels, look, my level is such that if I can keep to the halakha, I'm very happy with that, Uh, that's a a struggle enough for me, and I want to be very careful to make sure that everything I do is our pi halakha, is according to the halakha, but I don't go beyond that, then uh, that's fine for that person too, we've just got to accept that just as in in finance people have different risk tolerances, so in halakha people have different risk tolerances and respect each person for who they are and for where they are.